0: Hello, and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it's throwing at us. I'm Ian, a learning development nerd here in Salt Lake City, Utah. This week, we're just going to talk about communication. Yeah. So that's where I'm going to stick. (laughs) Uh, That's where I'm going to put my flag, as it were. And with me, as always...
1: I'm Angela, stay-at-home mom, grandma, career person, had many careers over the years, and they teach me a lot about life and people, and I like sharing my journey.
0: This week, you're going, okay, communication, what part of communication are we talking about? Listening.
1: This is huge, guys. I don't think people understand how big listening can be. We've
0: talked about listening before. Today, we're going to be a little bit better listeners.
1: Yes, and that's not easy.
0: No. If you look at listening as a whole. Yes. When you look at communication as a process, if you see it on a diagram. (laughs) Yeah. You have your sender, you have your receiver, and it's the message is sent. But communication doesn't happen until your receiver
1: actually receives,
0: not even understand, just receives the message.
1: So I, I found an interesting thing, and I find it to be very true. Most of us listen with the intent to respond yes. versus just listening to understand. And yes. it's huge because I know I do that.
0: When you look at listening as a whole, as a skill, and it is a, very much a skill.
1: It is, absolutely.
0: We are not taught or trained. We, we're never given anything to actually be good listeners. And as a whole, as a society, uh-huh. we are terrible listeners
1: oh absolutely i would agree with that 100 percent, and i'm included in that
0: we tend to be better we we hear is what we do yeah we we don't listen we hear
1: exactly and we don't it's this is a huge thing and topic that is near and dear to my heart right now because it's something that my husband and i are struggling with the whole listening when you communicate thing. He tends to listen and tries to assume what I'm going to say, where he thinks I'm going with something. And when I don't go there, he kind of tuned me out and half listened and just kind of assumed where I was going. I get really frustrated and upset with him because he didn't listen and he didn't understand where I was going. And the whole thing starts all over again. You don't care. You don't Chris, listen. Chris, she
0: wanted cheddar cheese. Exactly. She did not want American Stop cheese. Stop it.
1: I didn't want your stupid provolone.
0: <laughs> oh. I know. Provolone cheese. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. When we... Talk about being listeners.
1: Da, da, da.
0: <laughs> As I go through this book, this is actually one of the books I had for an interpersonal communications class. Okay. Now, you would think a big piece of that would be listening. But it wasn't? No. <laughs> there is nothing hardly in there at all. That's Sadly, it, it's just a few notes. In fact, a large part of it is how do we interpret the message being presented? Oh, absolutely. What, ask, what yeah. is our bias? What is our spin on that? That's what a lot of communication theory is. Uh, sure. A lot of people, when we're talking with them, they hear us, or, or I hear you, you hear me. Right. That is a passive way of, yeah, listening. And I'm going to use quotes around that that you can't see right now, very loosely. He, he, he
1: is using quotes, by the way. I mean, <laughs> we're we're just
0: there. There's some information yep. presented. Uh huh. We may or may not hear it. We may or may not understand what they're saying. Yeah, are not listening. A- is where we start turning this into an active event
1: right if you listen with the intent to respond i'm listening to you ian and all i can think of is oh i want to respond to that i want to respond to that i want to respond to that and i'm not truly listening to what you're saying i'm listening and thinking in my head this is what i want to say to what he just said instead of actually listening to what you're trying to tell me
0: we listen we want to absorb it today's modern conveniences tend to serve as a major distraction Oh, which is sure. part of why we fall under the trap of hearing, oh, not sure. listening. Uh-huh. When you're passive in that exchange, how many of us are sitting there talking to somebody and what's? what do we do? We whip out our phones. We start looking at watches. watches. We check our emails.
1: You, you, you can't do that, guys. People have got to know that you're truly, truly listening, that you're engaged. I found a cool tip that when you're sitting talking face to face with somebody, which doesn't always happen. It, a lot of times in this world, it's through email or texting or other methods. But if you're talking to someone face-to-face, I found this really cool tip. Make eye contact, but like focus on their eyes. Like focus on one eye, then focus on the other eye, then on the other eye, and at their mouth. And if you do that, you're starting to focus in on them and you're not tuning out what's going on try it guys. I tried it this morning and it worked really great. (laughs) And my husband didn't even know I was doing it.
0: Ways that we can be better listeners. And I'm starting with the distractions. I think that's one of the biggest obstacles we run into. We're used to Zoom Uh electronic (laughs) camera zoom fatigue very much a real thing we've talked about it with chunga we've talked about it with chandler Spencer, and i have had some great conversations (laughs) about it when i talk with craig my instructor that i'm Uh taing for we're talking about fatigue zoom fatigue especially in his line of work i mean he's always been a tv guy Uh, yeah he's used to it being more of a one-way i tell a story Uh, for sure uh event he goes zoom classes bother me because we've had to have a lot of those oh i'm sure he goes, because I know they're not listening. And I'm like, why? And he goes, well, for one, I can see him typing. And I'm like, that's always a dead giveaway. When you see g- giggling, and then you see another person giggling, yep. you know what's going back and forth. I I'm as guilty of it as anyone. Of course. I do very much try to have my camera on, be looking at the speaker. Yeah. If I do need to get up and do something, I will try and turn the camera off. I try to keep myself muted as much as I can. When you are in a meeting with uh-huh. somebody, especially if it's one-on-one or maybe a very small group, I would highly encourage, shut your email programs down.
1: Yes, I agree. Shut
0: other messengers down. Yep. If I'm using, so at work, Teams is our... Right, right platform
1: and a lot of people use that yeah Yeah.
0: whether it's teams whether it's zoom whatever the platform is a lot of them have messenger built into it one thing i always encourage is be sure you hit that do not disturb yeah where it blocks messages and notifications and it lets others most people i find at work tend to ignore what color that dot is for your presence If it's red, that usually means don't reach out. Yeah, I tend to think if I need an answer right now, I will send them a message. If I don't, I will send it in an email and they can get back to me when they can get back to me. Which is great. I had back to back to back to back to back to back trainings. It was a crazy (laughs) busy week at work. Part of that was because we have some people out on PTO, had the death of my grandmother. So I took a little bit of time off for some of that this week and then more next week i would go in and set my out of office and i put this out there as a tip before go in when you can't respond to emails Uh and put i'm unavailable because of this i will get back to you as soon as i can
1: Which is great. And I'm fine if I get a response like that. It's like, oh, okay. well, he got the message. He'll get back to me. Oh,
0: people were great about it because they were like, hey, I see your training. Let me know when you can talk.
1: Yeah. And it was simple.
0: It was (laughs) such a simple, simple tool. I almost anymore. I think it actually says automatic reply. I don't think it just says out of office like it used to.
1: I think it does. I think that's what I get anyway. I I think they've changed it.
0: If you're actively doing something other than what you should be in the meeting, there's different types of meetings, right? There's different Uh, ways that I need to participate. Sometimes I'm just there to offer. Uh, There was one meeting I got invited to. It was an hour and a half meeting and I had two minutes to talk. (laughs) The rest of it, I was going to be there because it shows I'm there. I wasn't active in that part of the meeting. So I was kind That's of working okay. on other stuff. Right, yeah. When it was mine, I'll tell you what, I had everything closed. I had everything, because A, I was presenting
1: well so yeah yeah. last thing you want to pop it up on
0: screen you don't want somebody else to see we've all been there uh yeah i love the meetings gone awry videos that have come out this year like there was a wife on a zoom meeting for work and her husband comes walking out in his underwear and you just (laughs) see all the workers like what she's (laughs) sitting there throwing stuff at those are they are
1: hilarious actually close down all
0: your programs put yourself in do not disturb focus on what you're doing and when try to adjust my camera so i can have it As close to eye level as i can so if i have their i'm kind of looking at them it's not the same it's it's not quite but it's better than when like your camera's over here and you're like this and and you're staring off into right i've seen a lot of them where they're like that or the ones i really hate are where the camera's like i would never do it have it down pointing up at you
1: oh oh I know you got that
0: my, my 16 quadruple chins. chin
1: going I'm on like, oh, oh. yeah
0: there's some people that are far braver about camera angles than <laughs> I am I just little things that you can do okay. lighting yourself up I think we all kind of learned through this how many people do you know have like ring lights now where they oh geez uh,
1: more people than I can. my son <laughs> does it for school and he has a ring light mm-hmm. when he does it
0: I re Well, you saw, I I completely rearranged my office yeah. twice in the last year. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've purposely done it so I can try and capture as much natural light as I can while I'm on calls. Right. And I've used some of the lighting techniques I've learned in my video classes. Yeah. It makes a huge difference because then you're not like, what what's going on over there? <laughs> Except if it's like 6 in the morning. In person, you mentioned face-to-face. Yeah. One that I've seen people be a proponent of is depending on the type of meeting, even being, and this is where it gets toughy because of pandemic, we kind of have to pivot some of these. But they're talking about being next to each other. Uh So if, especially if you're working on something together, it feels more like a, we're in this together rather than face-to-face, you're you're more of an adversarial or. That
1: that becomes a little different. Reading the environment. Right,
0: exactly. When you are having these conversations, and you mentioned this, we are in a conversation to react. Absolutely. We're in a conversation to, I'll answer you.
1: Exactly. Or, or you interrupt because, oh, 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 let me get this in. You've got to try to shy away from that a little bit. Let the person finish their thought. Let them finish saying what they need to say. Maybe put a pin in it, come back to that, and try to let them have their say because there's nothing worse than when I'm in the middle of saying something and I get interrupted. I get so angry. My husband will attest to that. There is nothing worse for me.
0: At work, I actually keep... A notebook at my desk. Not that I'm super unique in that. I take notes down and I try to write a time and a date or a subject or something so I know what it is. A lot of it in my training is like I would take notes of what's going on. So if there were adjustments to the software that were needed or things that they said that I think might be important when I train them again. Right. Or that I need to share with others. The other part I will do is people are talking over the course of the last year. I used to be super, oh, yeah, we're going to talk just like we are. And
1: we're yeah.
0: now I'm like, no, especially if there's a delay in... The, yeah. the platform Correct. and there are there's a lot for sure i am very fortunate i am a spoiled first world person <laughs> we all i are have a fiber optic internet connection and yep. it is beautiful oh yeah there's so much to be said for that <laughs> no lag no nothing others though that yeah. i talk to There's that delay there. Do not.
1: (laughs) You have to allow the time for that to come back because otherwise you're talking over each other. You see it if you watch the news at all. All their guests are calls or over the air and they talk over each other a lot because they're not allowing for that delay that happens when the conversation's going
0: on. And depending on the, would you shut up? Yeah, exactly. Those those (laughs) are always fun.
1: Some tips I have on that is when you're listening, sometimes it's really hard to stay actively engaged in what that person's saying. You could be trying your hardest to really actively listen. Some tips I have are to tell yourself that you're going to tell someone else about this conversation. Mm -hmm. That being said, you're not actually going to tell someone else about this conversation. But if you tell yourself that I'm going to repeat this conversation back to somebody else, you're going to more actively be listening because you want to be able to repeat back what's being said. You can then start to ask questions. You can start to understand what they're saying. And I find that tip to be one of the best for me personally because I remember the conversation a lot better Mm -hmm. that way. Another one would be, we just talked about not interrupting, but ask questions instead of assuming where they're going with the conversation.
0: There's a book that I read last year, got recommended to me by one of my coworkers, Robin. Yeah. Kate Murphy, You're Not Listening and Why It Matters. Yep. She is a journalist by uh-huh. trade. Wonderful interviews. Yeah. The book is kind of interesting because it's from a journalist's perspective. Okay. Well, that's
1: a good perspective,
0: though. When you're a journalist and you're writing yep. about others. And she kind (laughs) of jokes that you need to make somebody more interesting than they sound sometimes. Absolutely true. You're not always going to be getting that. (laughs) We're going to talk to Mikhail Gorbachev about nuclear (laughs) proliferation (laughs) and how he tore it all down. No, you're probably not going to get to talk about that. No. Lord knows I have had to do some rather boring interviews for some of my projects.
1: Absolutely. I
0: think we've all been there. When you're interviewing, and and I went back and listened to like the first interview we did. So we, we had Chunga over as our first guest. Correct last June. And then I went and listened to the one we did in January. huh. And what an evolution.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Better with the
0: guests. Let's put it that well, way. Well, that, and I think we were just so, I think it was the pandemic Probably. having a guest over oh my gosh, somebody we care about. Yeah. Exactly. We were excited. We were nervous. Yeah. It was our first guest. Our, our show prep was completely different between the two. Having conversations with people, that curiosity. And the reason that sparked that was in her book, she talks a lot about have the curiosity of a child when you're having a, conversation with somebody
1: and that's kind of where i was going with that you have to because they actually feel like you're actually listening Mm -hmm. when you're curious about what they're saying and you're asking questions honestly as as someone who gets very frustrated with people when i'm not listened to (laughs) shut up you (laughs) (laughs) i uh i like when they start to ask questions because i'm like okay they're engaging with me they are truly trying to understand what i'm saying to them and I apologize, everyone. I sound really stuffed up. It's allergies. It's not the corona.
0: <laughs> Three more days.
1: I know. When our vaccines fully are fully pretend- kicked in.
0: She discussed another author, Studs Turkle.
1: Okay, I've never heard of that.
0: I'd heard his name before. I was like, why, why is this name familiar? And watched some video interviews. He's passed, I think, about 10 plus years now. Interviewed, inter- tons of interviews. Okay. And he, he really drove home. If you can't get invested in a discussion with somebody, that's your problem, not theirs.
1: It absolutely is. I agree with that statement 100 percent
0: and they both talk about biases we, we bring a lot of bias into our conversations
1: you do you bring your own personal life experience and how you would respond to things and you want them to feel that but that's not necessarily what you need to do mm-hmm. instead you need to listen to what they're saying don't assume you know what's going to happen in that conversation I know my husband does that he half listens He assumes he knows where I'm going with something. And when I don't go that direction, he's kind of tuned me out. And I get so frustrated. So frustrated. A
0: lot of us do that.
1: Oh, not saying I'm Part of it's just our our thought
0: process. And we've talked about the different biases where you will fill in the conversation or you'll fill in with knowledge you have
1: oh absolutely because our brains are like i'm gonna get
0: from a to b i'm I'm gonna fill in all the dot based on my experiences my history what i know
1: right based on this is what i would do Mm -hmm. this is where i would go with conversation and when it doesn't go that direction sometimes it catches you off guard and that's why you've got to really actively listen to somebody
0: when you look at civil discourse right now oh yeah <laughs> or rather the lack thereof
1: exactly i was gonna say is there civil discourse right now because depending on who you're talking <laughs> yeah. to
0: you're looking at news which is infotainment anymore yeah you're you're not yeah. gonna find it i think it's rather sad uh, it that is. we. i've shared i was actually very seriously considering doing journalism as my emphasis yes, for my I degree remember
1: that
0: actually especially having like craig who has been in news for 50 years yes is somebody that could mentor me in that as well as do you have some amazing journalism instructors
1: Yes, that's true. I've actually heard that from
0: more than one person. There's so much knowledge and
1: part of me's a little part of me's a little sad
0: cause I'm like <laughs> oh that, that's coming to an end. But I'm excited at the next couple of phases I've got planned out When you see somebody like Studs Turkle? where he talks about, I went back and listened to just one talk that he had. Oh, yeah. And voice, I was like, I remember that voice. (laughs) I think if you hear the voice, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I I don't. I'll have to go listen. Just that generation of voices that you always heard. There are some fantastic voices out there. You think about, you and I grew up in a time where radio was a lot more prevalent. Yeah, for sure. But even on news, there there were certain voices where it's, I think of like Casey Kasem. Oh, who on the radio. Casey, Casey. He had his countdown, but I would listen to him in interviews and interviewing stars. Oh, yeah. Johnny Carson. Oh, absolutely, Johnny oh, Carson. Yep. That was back when, in the golden age of nightly shows.
1: It was. And in, in for the sure. talk show. Yeah.
0: Where he was there to talk to people.
1: Yeah. And I miss that to some extent. Well, I really Leno do. started
0: that way, and I felt like he just turned more kind to the skit. Off. Yeah. Uh, more became, anymore, it's just skits. It
1: became more entertainment, not actual interviews and delving into people's lives and things like that. I agree.
0: Dave Letterman. I loved watching Letterman. I did, too. He, he did the stories as well. He did. They were always pretty entertaining stories. <laughs> they
1: were. I loved. My mom loved Dave Letterman. I,
0: I grew up watching it's it. It's just little things like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oprah. Yeah, and, and watching her. Yep. Uh, just that generation. You know, 80s, yep, 90s. For sure. Donahue with the glasses always pushing the glasses yeah. up to, yeah. to make his point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's some kids listening, going, "Who?
1: Yeah, exactly. Go, go
0: look them all up. They're they're fantastic. You look at those. They were asking questions, and yeah. the stories may or may not have been great.
1: No, but they were." actively engaged in the listening process and they were asking questions and probing further getting drawing more out of the person than what they were willing to share which is a great way of doing an interview and listening honestly
0: it really is we're looking to start now that we are getting our vaccinations fully kicked in and a lot of the circles that we run in are as well a lot of our guests are getting that, too. Yep, which is great. We're, we're tinkering with new technologies to allow us to do more remote stuff. Part huh? of it is because a big uh, part of our network
1: is leaving is- us for <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> it's okay, because then we can go visit.
0: I could use more Vegas time. Yes, me too. I'll, I'll be honest.
1: Although I'm going next
0: week, so. Uh, yes. We're going to have to be getting better at, at doing those interviews. Things. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I learned so much, like, You can look at all these notes I have, and honestly, I didn't necessarily do them for the podcast for today. I did them so I could have them for the future because I got some great tips out of this, which I know I need to be better at,
0: so... All of us can always become better listeners. There's little things that we For can sure. do. A lot of these are not new to me, but I constantly have to remind myself.
1: Me too, because I am one of those people that listens with the intent to respond. And sometimes my meaning is well, like they tell me something and I think of a life experience that I experienced that was similar and I want to share that with them to help them know that i understand where they're coming from but sometimes that's not what they need
0: a lot of the time we are trying to relate we are. to the subject matter we and are. more often than not we've mentioned this in the past when you're having conversations with someone uh-huh. and i i think it was the crucial conversations one yeah ask them where where they want you in the conversation what are they looking to get out of this conversation
1: yeah because sometimes when you relate yourself in a conversation they think well this isn't about you we're talking about me and they take it completely not how you meant it so you do have to kind of probe those questions you know do you want my advice do you want what i've done or do you just want me to listen because it's okay to ask those questions
0: don't be a one-upper like somebody we know i don't know who that is i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) the relating thing is just i've been
1: (laughs) for sure that's what you're trying to do get excited of course because you're like somebody gets it somebody understands yes yes
0: (laughs) a lot of the time people are just looking for somebody to understand them it's one part two we need to go in with the purest of intentions in a conversation
1: absolutely i agree with that
0: we need to let people do what they're trying to do be what they're (laughs) trying to be say what they want to say
1: and they do need to feel understood. That's huge for me. Sometimes I feel like I talk, and talk, and talk, and I'm just not understood. And maybe part of that is I'm not communicating well, but...
0: That's always a possibility in a conversation. It but is. that's where if you're asking questions, Correct. you can seek that understanding.
1: You could draw, draw that out of somebody else. Get into the weeds. Get
0: the detail out of people.
1: And honestly, when you're having a conversation with someone, let's say someone sits down and you start to have this heavy, deep conversation, but you have to be somewhere or you don't have time for it. You need to be honest with that person. Hey, I want to listen to what you have to say. It's important to me, but I don't have a lot of time right now. Could we get circle back around and do this again? Could we make time? later be honest with that because if you're going like this looking at your watch and be like i don't i want to get out they're going to feel not listened to i don't think we're uh, but many of us are the, the sad that way. thing
0: is sometimes i've done that to try and exactly we need to get this going <laughs> yeah there's some people that are just completely oblivious to it Absolutely. And, and that's For, sure. part of the onus of being part of that listening piece is if you are on a deadline let them know I, you have to be i have said look them. i i've got a hard stop such a corporate Techno battle Mister
1: Corporate. Gee, I got <laughs> I, hard. Stop. I, I have a
0: hard stop that I need to do. Ian, I need to leave now. Before. I have
1: a hard stop.
0: <laughs> There's probably better phrases, but you know what? I mean what I say, and exactly, say what I mean. Exactly. Drop your biases, your assumptions. Yep. You, you've mentioned the assumption. A lot of us will do that. That's human nature for sure. And don't imprint yourself your virtues your experience onto somebody else
1: no i agree with that listening is not as easy as you think it is you're like oh well i listen to people all the time i'm a good listener but are you i mean are they feeling listened to ask that person feel like what i'm when i listen to you do you feel like you're being valued like what you're saying to me is really resonating with me or do i need to do better A lot of
0: us do the paraphrasing already. A a lot of us will try and explain it back to them, which is always a beneficial piece of it. You start looking back at your week and going, okay, where are we at? What are we doing? What's going on? Start looking for those little things. How was it? And be critical of yourself. How did you engage in these conversations? I have funeral for my grandmother this week. Yes. There will be some I will get to talk to. It's okay. Other ones, I'm just like...
1: I know. Dreading it. (sighs) I get it. (laughs) I've been there. I dread it, too.
0: Sadly, I'm going to be respectful of her, but there's just some that I'm really not looking forward to this. Now, there are others that I know legitimately I'm going to get excited to see that I'll want to hear from. And I'm going to kind of do an inventory (laughs) as I go through this and go, okay. And I'm going to be a little harsh on myself. I'm going to grade myself. That's okay. I'm going to throw that out there as part of the challenge this week. Uh, I agree with that. Grade yourself.
1: Yep. I was going to do
0: that too what kind of listener are you being with people make notes about it Uh, a lot of you are like us where we keep notes as we go in a phone or a journal or a planner really be critical of yourself as you go through this and look at it what start stop continue method yep that's a great way of this is what i need to stop doing yep this is what i need to start doing pick off of our list that we've given you today and what do i continue Yeah. Very project management of me (laughs) right there. Stop, start, stop, continue. Start looking at your skills and and really being honest and assessing yourself. Yeah. Of As I've had these conversations and take notes of them. That's one way that you get better is evaluating and constantly looking for improvement on what you're doing.
1: I do that naturally anyway. And that's just having anxiety a little bit. I'll go back over a conversation and be like, you know, I shouldn't have interrupted here. I should have let them finish this. And I do that naturally, but I'm, we're asking you to do a hard look at that. Make notes. What did you do differently? What did you feel you didn't do right? Make those hard notes. Go back over them and say, okay, next time I listen, this is what I'm going to try to do better. And practice.
0: practice makes perfect it eventually does, eventually <laughs> the analysis piece in life that's how we get better that's how we do things the feeling i'm probably going to have some pretty critical notes for myself
1: oh i week. i already did this morning when i was going over stuff i was like oh dear
0: <laughs> you will constantly find there are going to be some areas that you probably excel at others yeah. that we need to work on oh
1: absolutely you're going to find there's a, a more an intimacy is is an interesting word but you'll find that you relate to them on a more intimate level mm-hmm which is a good thing.
0: Take a step back. Look at it from how can we get better at this? I think a lot of us can benefit from this is one of the most sought after skills, especially in a business world. If you look at surveys of what people are looking for in team members that they want to bring on to their team at work. Listening or communication skills, and and they often get lumped in together, are at the top of the list consistently. Absolutely. It will improve your business relationships. It will improve your personal relationships. I can't think of a relationship that it will (laughs) not improve. That's the challenge this week. That's it. Go through and look at it. A couple of housekeeping things that we need to let you know about. Yes. We mentioned that this week I do have a funeral, so I've got some family things. And thank you to everybody who's been reaching out one of our listeners emily brought me a cake this week Yep,
1: she's great she has the best treat
0: it was it was fantastic unfortunately it's a lot of cake for just one person <laughs> thank you so much for everybody's kind words and thoughts as we went through that especially with the grief episode we could not have timed Time it any better i know and i've actually had two family members re- reached out this helped me
1: well that's good get through this to hear and
0: that. i was like she hadn't passed yet when we recorded that no
1: she had but you knew it was coming
0: we had a, a pretty good inkling there yeah this next two weeks this episode will release this week then we are going to take a break for two weeks so we there won't be one the following week couple reasons for that one and just going to vegas
1: i'm fully vaccinated it's time to travel
0: (laughs) (laughs) then the second part i am heading into the last two weeks as of today
1: woohoo yay of my
0: semester and my degree i have a group project that has to be done in the next two weeks. That
1: he's really excited about. You should see his...
0: Work. I'm so happy. Uh, then I have two tests that I need to finish off. I'm going to divert my attention to that so I can get it done out of the way and then refocus on this. Yep. By then we will be back up to full steam. We will. And things are going to be great after that. We've got guests lined up. We've got some very fun things for May. Yeah. So April is going to be a a little wonky as as we wind down in April. April's just been a weird, weird month. It's just been a
1: weird month and that's fine. We just roll with it. We pivot.
0: We've marked our year and we very much want to thank you all for being part of this journey we do 50 plus episodes in a year not
1: bad no we did good Ian I'm actually proud (laughs) we looked at
0: statistics for podcasts it has like this many people publish one and then this many people will publish three and then if you make it to five and if you make it to ten that fuddle is is you start or pyramid whichever way you're looking at it I guess when you look at like 10 plus episodes is super super rare it is the fact that we have breached over 50 is awesome in a year With a pandemic.
1: I was going to say, we really didn't take a a week off until just...
0: Wow. Yeah, I think we took one off at Christmas the holidays, yeah. and that was really about it.
1: Yeah, we did good. And we we had some
0: technical difficulties pat ourselves here, all there, the back but we just want to say thank you, especially being patient with us as yeah. we deal with these couple of things. I'm a little jealous that you're getting some vacation time. <sighs> I'm, I'm hoping to take some this summer. It's okay. At, at some point, uh, there probably will be a week where we might slow down first week of May, yeah. just because I graduate. Yay! And I'm super excited because hey, it's one more goal done, one more thing off my checklist. Check that off yet. Yay. Thank you so (laughs) much, everybody. everybody, for being here every week, just like you are. And we will see you next time.
1: See you next time.